Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. like guest episodes in a row have we well i guess we have well i guess two when this goes up yeah (laughs) but it's just steph and i again just boring old us just boring old us um we this is a another sober art chat yes so (laughs) if you've been listening and keeping up i thought i had a cold slash flu and then i just wasn't getting better so i went to immediate care and the immediate care doctor was like, hey, you have a sinus infection. I kind of want to shoot your face up with steroids, but here's some antibiotics they have to take for 10 days straight. So, Fun times. No alcohol for me. We are just doing some water today. We are caffeinated. Uh-huh. Uh, we we went to Starbucks. Do you want to talk about Starbucks? Oh, yeah, Thank why you not? Non-alcoholic I... and not so. Sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored. Um, I got an iced chai with a shot of espresso because I was kind of feeling a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. I got my staple for this, the hot months, which is a uh, strawberry acai <laughs> refresher. Yes. So we are well caffeinated now. Yeah. Yeah, that has like a has green coffee, right? Green coffee know. beans. Something. Something. It Not has sure. some kind of caffeine but extract it, in it. It perks me up. So it works. Um, today's gonna be one another. Oh, we also have our neighbors here. What do you say? Stomping about? <laughs> They're thumping about. <laughs> they're just fucking thumping about. You make about. it sound so cute. Like, <laughs> oh, they're cartoons up above, just thumping about. <laughs> Sounded like they dropped a book on the floor. Mm-hmm. Could be. <laughs> Could be. We'll never know. Um. Oh, so the the topic. Uh, It's going to be, I think, pretty chill, but we decided that we want to kind of maybe talk through um, brands of art supplies, uh, companies that make art supplies. Yeah, um, Um, this was actually the original idea for the podcast was we would be reviewing art supplies, Mm -hmm. but then we felt like it was so limited, I guess. Yeah. There's like one episode. <laughs> Just so one. This is kind of the episode. We have in the past talked a little bit about art supplies. Steph has talked about her experience with gouache. Um, Fucking love gouache. It's the best. Yeah, that's what we love <laughs> talk about, gouache. Gouache. Um, and, you know, markers and things like that. Although we're going to take a little bit of a deeper dive into actual brands that we like and um, hopefully also get into questions that we as artists have received quite a bit and mm-hmm. feel are like pretty common questions or if you're like just beginning and you want to use this as a resource from two people who deal with this stuff a lot like these art supplies 
then this was episode is for you <laughs> yes um in fact the first question we could start with is art on a budget how mm-hmm. can you do art if you have a super limited budget yeah well you have to paint a masterpiece and then die and then it'll be worth millions yes um, I'm just uh-huh. there you go uh so yeah it's it's doable um it can seem overwhelming but it is doable um, I'm trying to think of some sort of like budget friendly. So spots. let me be real with you for a minute because art supplies is expensive and there's a reason mm-hmm. why it is, it's expensive, which we will talk about later. But if you are seriously on a budget where you only have like $20 to spend, your choice is pretty much kids brands. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't mm-hmm. be like, you know, oh shit, like I'll never be a professional. Um, There are some brands... They're probably more obscure to the general public. Like, so if yeah. you are the general public and you are just trying to get into art, mm-hmm. um, there are some kids' brands that are really not that bad in quality. Yeah. Um, Do you want to run through the list? <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody is uh, familiar with, I would say the two most popular are Crayola. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm assuming they're still a brand, but also Rose Art. That was a big popular one when I was growing up. Yes. That was one, too. I which think they're still... Cam has some feelings on that. Uh, they suck. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't really like their stuff, but... Um, yeah, you think they're worse than Crayola. I think they're way worse than Crayola. Uh, but if that's all you have available to you, it's not impossible to use. Like, they're, I guess, crayons, and I'm sure they probably made watercolors and stuff. So my experience with Rose Art when I was a kid was, like, their pencils and things like that, and, like, markers and stuff, and... I remember their erasers being really bad and just... Yeah, I think I got a set before from like a relative because they're like, you're interested in art. Here's an art set. Mm -hmm. And then I got super excited until I started using it. I'm like, this is shit. It's not really up to my standards, uh, aunt person. So I guess what (laughs) we're basically trying to say is if you're on a budget, don't go with rose art. Go with Crayola. Try to avoid that. If you can get Crayola, you're probably better off. Um, If you're in a more... Um, so if you're not in just a Target or a Walmart and you happen to be in an actual art store, you will see other brands like Sargent, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty much the equivalent. I haven't used a lot of it, but it seems to be the equivalent of Crayola. Yeah. And then there's Faber, Faber-Castell. They are an actual art brand that makes yes. a line of kids, um, art supplies and they're mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. And then there's Reeves. Which is the one, like, so you, you have your kids' supplies, then there's Reeves, and then you have the professional. Right. Like, Reeves is kind of the intermediate, like, yeah. Um, it, it's geared towards kids, but it's, like, definitely a couple steps above Crayola, I would say. Definitely. And I feel like that's, because there's also, even in your professional lines, you'll also find student grades, which isn't still professional but like the big companies will make student grades which is very close to their professional lines or their professional grades and we'll break down what that means essentially but if you're going like from crayola to the top then you're yeah well we're just starting from bottom to top so reeves is a brand they um so if you're really on a budget they make sets so they have like a gouache set a watercolor set a pencil set all that stuff and it's fairly priced And it's a great way that if you don't know if you want to go into art, 
like if you're not 100% committed mm-hmm. to be like, hey, I want to try this out and see yeah. if it works. And it, yeah. Yeah. I, I know adults that use that brand just to try to figure out stuff. You could say shit on the podcast. <laughs> Whatever. I'm too sober right oh, now. I'm bad. too like. You have inhibitions. Yes, I do. <laughs> so. That's okay. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it is not ideal for if you're making like a piece that you want to last forever and ever, because my guess is most of that stuff is not um, super light fast, which means it tends to fade uh, over time and doesn't have certain like, you know, I would imagine. I don't know that much about the chemicals in the, in that brand. So I'm gonna say not too toxic. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, they do have oil. They do have oils, which that. which is interesting. That's the one. Like, that's a really good thing about that brand. Is yes, it's still kind of for beginners, but you'll have way more of a selection for different things to play with at mm-hmm. at a decent price. I think I would say that their like sets between like twelve and twenty four of pretty much anything will be between like about 15 and 24 dollars yeah so so if you're super on a budget and you really can't spend more than 30 dollars like get look into yeah look into reeves Um, i'm sure there are other brands like that but that's the one we're most familiar with mm -hmm. yeah um then a step above that is depending on what like you want to go into yeah i guess that's where it all starts to break down yeah (laughs) so depending on what you want to go into um let's say watercolor okay let's say a lot of people like to start with that um would it be cotman by windsor newton i would think that's probably the next step up because that so that's what we meant by student grade Mm -hmm. uh a lot of times with student grade materials um they will be uh, sold in one size so the, that cotman watercolors are sold in a single small size and then you can get like a few colors like white and black um and then a few others that i don't remember um in a larger size but with watercolors you don't really need them to be very big yeah uh and so everything in the small size bottle is one single price that's probably about three dollars or something maybe six at most I think, well, I think they're pretty, oh, they're pretty cheaper cheap. than that. I think the big bottles are about six. Um, and it also offers you more colors to choose from, and you can kind of, you know, mix and match, and they also come in sets. But, yeah, that's their student grade, good place to start with the getting into the more professional uh, quality stuff. Oh, my God, I'm going to kill your neighbors. <laughs> It's like they swear they know. They're just like they're recorded. Mm. Let's put on our heavy boots and let stomp, stomp around. around. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. My neighbors are actually in the group stomp. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, the they just like make noises with basketballs and broomsticks and shit like that. I don't know what the hell they're doing up there. No, they're practicing. They're rehearsing. <laughs> but anyway, um, so like for watercolors, for example, I guess wins. Windsor Newton Cotman and then um, Pelican mm-hmm. has a set where they make pan um, watercolors. So unfortunately, it's not in a tube. It's just yeah. pans. Um, There's a brand I remember using in college, the Academy brand, which is not my school, but it's literally. I know it's one. Yeah, yeah, the Academy. <laughs> the Academy. Um, I think that's a student grade one as well. Uh, I think that's all they make. Um, I don't think they have a professional line as far as I'm 
aware. I could be wrong about that. Most of the things, and correct me if I'm wrong, that are in pans usually are student grade. Mm. I would say that's probably 90% true, but there are also the core colors. Oh, yeah, that's That are true. really good. Um, core is made by the brand Golden, or, well, whoever, I don't know what the parent brand is, but it's I think it's Golden now, brand. Golden slash Williamsburg. Yeah, so they, they make oils, watercolors, and acrylics, and they're all, they don't have any student grade anything. No, um, they don't. It's all professional. It's all professional. Uh, but that's so that's usually, if you're getting into the more professional thing, just to kind of, as like a side note, is like, sometimes it is good when a, a company just solely focuses on very small, like, uh, areas. Like, they don't try and do everything. Because I think once they try to do everything, there's this chance that quality can be compromised yeah. in a lot of it. It's not true for everything, but... I kind of get that sense with some brands. No, I, I, I definitely get that sense with a lot of what some of the brands that try to do so much. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, kids brands in general. Like, you could use yeah. that as an example. They try to do everything, and the quality cannot be there sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm not even drunk, but did we explain the difference between student grade and professional? Um, I think we did. Okay. <laughs> my my memory's worse when I'm oh, sober. God. Apparently. Um. <laughs> Um, yeah, so. but I mean, yeah, it's, I feel like if you really just kind of like want to very, very, very beginner, start with kids brands. If you're more interested in like the slightly nicer quality, but still want to save a little bit of money, start looking at student grade or Reeves. Yeah. Um, and student grade makes it pretty obvious it's student grade. Cause it usually says, yeah. it usually says studio. Right. And it like, it'll be like. Windsor Newton Studio, although mm-hmm. it's Cotman for Windsor Newman. Right. With Newman. <laughs> Gary Newman, Wizard Newman. Oh, God. <laughs> Wizard Newman? Wizard Newman. Um, so, Windsor Newton. Um, their student grade is Cotman. Usually, when a big brand has a student grade, they give it some kind of funky name. Like, I think yeah. Gamblin is it's Gamblin, like, like 1980. 1980. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, that's an oil paint. Um, so, I guess to kind of step back from just describing it have you ever used them do you have experience with one or the other like they're professional versus their Windsor Newton or Mm -hmm. since that's the one we're talking about Mm, I actually haven't really tried their watercolors to be yeah I that's okay (laughs) um I I have used the Cotman um before and they're fine i still like that's the one that they started me off with in school and i still have a bunch of them so i'm just like still working through them because i don't do watercolor a whole lot but it lasts pretty much forever and um i mean that's that's an exaggeration obviously it's just that watercolors are really good to get into as a i mean they can be intimidating but they um they reactivate with just water Mm -hmm. so you always can use them you'd ne- never ever throw away palettes if you have watercolor on them don't just you can just reuse it don't ever throw it away step one i'm becoming a hoarder no, i'm joking well, maybe a little <laughs> um no but cam is right uh watercolors especially if you get in the tube versus the pan yeah. it takes you forever to get through that yeah. like it's not like you're gonna squeeze out the whole tube and i think that's the mentality most people that don't do art mm-hmm. um that's think true. of uh, but really, you only need like just a little smidgen, and the yeah. rest is water. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess um, 
if we're gonna keep to watercolors, then like you know we we mentioned Kotman being on the lower end, and then Core. So that's spelled Q O R, by the way. Q O R Core Utrecht artist, Blake artist. What else? Um, the Windsor Newton, just the normal ones. There's Sennelier, also Sennelier. Makes what I'm yes. assuming is a really good watercolor. Yes. They're also very expensive. Daniel Smith. Daniel Smith. Oh my god. It's very, very good. Also very expensive. Kind of pricey. <laughs> but if you actually like look at the pigment, like because mm-hmm. their whole thing is they actually use like true pigments and like if you ever sit down for a demo with the CEO of the company, like he even brings like the minerals and rocks that they use yes. for the pigments. It's like, amazing. And for the watercolors, it's crazy. Um, that's a beautiful brand. Yeah. I've messed around with some of them, but I don't like actually, I haven't really made any art, just I, messed around. I think one of the other things that they are also like kind of top of their game about is just the sheer amount of colors you can choose from. Like I've never oh, seen. Yeah such a range and different finishes too because it's like Mm. pearlescent iridescent matte satin it's just like (laughs) what the heck they're amazing um really really good they sell these really nice like they're only 20 bucks or maybe that's not that's actually kind of expensive for what this is but um the the little sampler sheets i think it is 20 dollars. i think it's about 20 dollars, and it's literally just like little bluges of the colors like about mm, on a piece of paper yeah maybe there's like 40 or something on a paper maybe even less maybe about 35 or technically something. that's all you would need to make like one but piece you can of make art at least one piece because again it's watercolor all you got to do is add water and it's good and it's a really great little sampler thingy um it's a very smart move for them to make that yeah and uh, they give it out for free most of the times so yeah. if you just ask that's yeah so oh well Pro tip. <laughs> just Yeah, pro tip. Most of the people that work at art supply stores understand that it is hard to like buy supplies because, you know, if you're not testing it out, like mm-hmm. you really can't make a good judgment call. So like if you contact them, 90% of the time they will send you free stuff. Yeah. And you're talking about the brands. Just not brands. The stores. Not, not stores. Yeah. Not stores like Michael's or Artisan Craftsman or Blick or, you know, your nearest art store whatever mm-hmm. local art store Hobby unless Lobby. you have hobby lobby <laughs> I'm sure that's probably oh, one fuck. of them <laughs> <laughs> um hobby lobby should not even be on your radar people no. but anyway um i'm not saying contact your local art store unless you're like super buddy buddy with them and they're giving you well, samples what you can do though if your arts if you don't want to contact or like i don't know if you want to just try something out real quick most people in art stores are happy to show you how things work. That too. Like, just ask them if you can just try it out. And oftentimes they're able to do that for you. And depending, it you know, within reason, like, they can't let you play with, you know, oil paints and all that kind of shit. Like, they, but most people will let you, like, play with watercolors and test out, like, little markers or whatever. I don't know. So, it, just ask. It yeah. It hurts to ask. But, um... Going back to what I was saying, if you, because I have personally reached out to Mm -hmm. certain companies and so have my friends, Mm -hmm. like, you know, when something's defective or whatever. Yeah. The people at these companies are very hands-on and very, um, you know, they understand, like, it's art supplies. It can be defective or it can not hold up to their 
warranty or whatever. Sometimes shit gets like damaged in shipments and stuff like that. Or if you want to try out something, they most likely will send you free shit. Yeah. I that, think that's basically what I'm trying also, to say. The last thing that you can also do too is just write about how much maybe you have tried a couple of their things and just write to them how much you love it. Often they like that too. <laughs> and yes. they'll be like, try out our new product and they'll send you a little sample version of whatever. Or, oh, maybe this would be also a good time to just mention too, if you want to try a bunch of different things, there are subscription services. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, my partner um, has signed me up for Art Snacks as like a gift. And I really liked Art Snacks a lot, but there are different ones now um there's like sketchbook i think it's called sketchbox sketchbox yeah. thank you mm-hmm. uh, but there's a few different ones and there's also like for any kind of um industry that you might be interested in i've heard of them for also like sewing Whoa, i think like, okay. like they send you embroidery things i could be making that up that's but i feel cool. like that's a thing um textiles or whatever uh there's a lot of cool stuff like that so it's not just makeup that art supplies definitely do subscription boxes too or it's not just Nature Box or whatever. Or Nature Box, yeah. <laughs> Which <sponsored>. actually <laughs> one, one of our friends has signed up for Nature Box. I was for a brief period of Did time. Did you like it? Yeah, except that they, like, we couldn't get through any of the snacks. Like, we, like, would start, we would just mostly test them out. Like, the, the amounts that they gave us were too much. <laughs> oh. I mean, or, that can be a good or bad thing, yeah. depending. Or, like, um... They would give us not enough of the one we like the most. And you can't, I don't think you can get a box of just one <laughs> type. You have to pick like six different ones. I would think that you could, because I don't like, know. I could be lying. I thought the whole point of like those um, subscription boxes was to get you like exposed to new brands. Not Nature Box. Nature not Box Nature is Box. its own thing. Oh. Yeah. It well, just... what the fuck, Nature Box? <laughs> People Great. want a certain snack. <laughs> Nature Box, I'm just giving you some advice. If people like a certain <laughs> snack, you should just make that snack itself I available. I would have loved to be able to just do, I think there was like a popcorn one. If it could just be all popcorn. <laughs> like it was so good. It had like caramel and chocolate on it. Mm. Oh my God, it was fucking amazing. Okay, this is about art supplies. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just giving some advice. I don't no, think I'm being fair. shady at all. I, no, I think, you no. know, that's solid advice. the tea. <laughs> It's just solid advice, like, you know, because the beauty boxes and even the art boxes we were talking about, it's like a taste of a brand. Yes. And then that way you can go into a store or order from Amazon or wherever the fuck you want to order from, whoever you want to fucking support. I don't know if you want to really support Amazon anymore, but... getting mad. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I thought the point was to be like, hey, didn't you like this, like, uh, Le Pen pen? (laughs) The brand is called Le Pen. So Le when pen. I said Le Pen pen, just clarifying. But did that you like pen, the brand Le Pen? The reason Stephanie more. is saying that is because she's using one of mine to write some notes. And I found that specific one on the ground. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> outside. 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 <laughs> um, I and I kept it because I like Le Pen. No, I, I actually cleaned it off, but it wasn't dirty. Anyway. But that's the point I'm yeah. trying to make. It's like, you tried that pen? Yeah. Guess what? There's a... Like, it comes in assorted shapes and sizes. Yeah. And, and it works. Shapes cause... and sizes like they're dildos. <laughs> like, <laughs> shapes and sizes and colors and all that shit. What? I think more than dildos come in different... <laughs> oh, boy. Uh... I'm not even drunk, guys. I'm just sober <laughs> as fuck. Is, this is sober stuff. Um, I was going to say, though, the art box subscriptions do work in getting you. Because even me, as someone who, like, already just, like, 
is willing to try new things. It just, you know, it also like teaches you about stuff. Um, so I've made purchases just from using the art subscription boxes. Um, okay, let's move on to maybe breaking down certain brands that we know of and that we would maybe recommend in stuff like oils and acrylics. Although I don't know if either of us have oil <laughs> experience. That I, is I, I think we should just stick with what we like. Okay. Let, let's talk about, well, okay, talk so, about so this is going to get bit. us like, I mean, I use acrylics too. We both use yeah. acrylics, mm-hmm. but like realistically, Cam and I are not oil painters. No. I like what it's capable of doing, mm-hmm. but I don't like the fact that it's toxic. And this is a legitimate That's thing true. people don't want to deal with. Oils are super toxic. Yeah. You might not know that. Yeah. You really have to be careful. They use some pretty in- intense chemicals and... Uh, I mean, pigments themselves yeah. are toxic, and that's what... Well, I shouldn't say all of them are toxic, but some of them can be super toxic. Mm -hmm. And that's what pretty much makes oil paint. And they've tried to create, like, so, like, mineral spirits to help uh, clean and thin out paints and stuff like that. They've made ones that are, quote, like, nature-friendly and blah, blah, blah. But no matter what, it's going to be not good for you if you use it in an especially in an unventilated area and you're using it a lot. Like I've had people tell me that, you know, they were working in their studio and didn't smell anything, didn't actually notice any odors or anything, but just would start getting these really bad headaches. Yeah. Because yeah, the chemicals are fucking you up. It's, it's not good for you. So yeah, not only are oil paints super toxic, the, the cleaners for oil paints, the original cleaner yeah. turpentine, very bad for it's you. It's really bad for you that yeah. most brands have made, like, there's this one brand called Terpenoid, which is like a synthetic, mm-hmm. like, version, I guess, of it. It's supposed to be less, it's still bad for you. It's bad for you. It's one of the more popular things that people get. And then I... Not to say don't ever oil paint or try yeah. it, but just please be aware that it's... But it's it's one of the reasons why I don't do oil paint is because I don't want to deal with that nonsense. Yeah. But, I mean, I've seen some great oil painters. Oh, There's absolutely. ways to, like, you just have to be in a well-ventilated mm-hmm. area so you're not straight up breathing the stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just be careful and make sure it's not, like, sitting on your skin or, yeah. you know, make sure you're disposing um, the turpenoid, turpentine, whatever you decide to use, like, properly. Right. You just don't want to dump it in the sink. Yeah, I would say of any of them... Do your most research on oil paints if you're curious about it. just Or take a class so that you can be guided through it. So before we move on to the next thing, yeah. this is how toxic oil paint is. Just to, just to like stress it even more. Pulled it there, I pulled it up. <laughs> Cam sees what I'm looking at. Um, there is this color called flake white that mm-hmm. is available. Well, was available in most oil paints, but most oil paints have removed it and have done a flake white replacement but flake white is essentially lead in your paint Mm -hmm. if you don't know anything about lead it's really bad for you too yes extremely bad extremely bad deadly yes so just that's what you're i don't want we don't want to scare you away from like oil paints but you know i think cam just be aware summed it up be aware do some research yeah we're just here to help. Yeah, we went on a full <laughs> rant. I went on a full rant. I feel like I'm like, fucking oil paints. It's really, like, toxic. It's just, you know, I've caught people, like, put in oil paints, like, using it as, like, face paint. Oh, that's horrible. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um. So, like, no. you know, you don't, 
Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, okay, so let's talk about what we do like and want to use and or want to recommend rather. Yeah. Can we start first? <laughs> uh, well, I guess I could talk about some acrylics um, just to get through that. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, I'm done. Um, uh, <laughs> I've only used golden acrylics. So they're still spoiled. <laughs> I know. The thing is, so I actually. Uh, a few years back got one of their little they have like these somewhat sample size it's not the same size you can't get these little tiny tubes in their like regular stock um they have like these little sample sets of like the primary colors or like landscape colors or whatever those are good i i recommend those and i also so one thing i don't like about acrylics is how fast they dry um, cause I like to mix colors and do that kind of stuff. So they make a brand that is always open, uh, which is, it's, it's never, it's not as, uh, open. And when I say that, it just means it dries slower, uh, as oil paints. That's another kind of feature of oils that, that people really like is that you can just mix and blend forever. Like oils take <laughs> forever they to They take dry. it technically like a year. To Depending on the size, yeah. I would say. Yeah, like however much you're using and stuff. They they can take a really long time. Uh, so anything that has like... Um, so essentially, golden open acrylics have a retarder in it, which just slows the drying time down. But you can also add retarders to any... Um, acrylics. Acrylics, yeah. Um, which I do, actually, because yeah. like Cam, I like to blend and play around yeah. with the colors. I don't want to just, you know... Because if you don't use retarder can take like up to three minutes to like dry and then you yeah, can't like, really well, do anything. That color's just gone yep. now. <laughs> um, or I mean, obviously you can try to remix it. But that is generally pretty hard if you don't pay attention to the ratios you're using. Um, anywho. So yeah, I, I really like golden a lot, but it is not budget friendly. Um, it is very expensive. And I would say there are, so I've actually kind of gotten into that brand Sennelier that we mentioned earlier. I'm not going to try and spell it because I don't know how. It's a French word. Anyway. I think um, it's S-E-N-N-E-L-I-E-R. Okay. Sure. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you Just look it up. You'll find it. Uh, but they make um, a weird thing called abstract. Uh, like, it's a line that's just called, like, abstract or something. And th- all of those paints are, like, $4. And they come in a weird little, like, squishy pouch, pouch thing. Not a tube. Not a tube. Uh, and I kind of really like those. Um, okay. Would you say, like, they're the qu- equivalent of, like, Liquitex Basics? I think they're maybe there, maybe, like, one teeny tiny little tear up. Okay. Teeny tiny. Um, because I do also like that uh, you can really control, like, exactly how much you want. And um, so far, they mix, in my experience, they mix pretty well. I like them. Um, I don't. I don't think they're, they're probably not like super high quality, pigment quality, um, but to just like mess around with and like in general, I, th- I think they do mix well and um, they're also kind of just fun. You can just squeeze them right onto the canvas. You can do that with a tube too, but I don't know. That's what they're designed for. That's like their big feature or whatever. Um, and it's also sort of like supposed to be like eco-friendly, I guess. Oh. I don't know. Uh, but you mentioned Liquitex, and I like them, too. I like their professional line. Um, 
I haven't really used their basics, but I think their basics are a little too fluid for me. I usually like to do the heavy body stuff. Yeah, also, just because it's student grade doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, because the no. viscosity is different between student and artist. Um, student is definitely more, I guess, fluid water of, like, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes buttery. Be, there's probably more of the binder in there. Yeah, it's it's more flexible, whereas, like, the artist grade can be a little bit stiffer, mm-hmm. kind of like Play-Doh, maybe, yes. if you want to say. Um, One downside of the Liquitex heavy body, so that's their professional line, or, well, they also have soft body. Just, don't worry about that. Um, But in my experience, their heavier body, like, over time, if you don't use it, it gets weird and chunky. Uh, yeah. So you the- have to be careful about that. I wonder if it has anything to do with, like, the binder separating from the... You gotta be careful of that, too. Like, sometimes, yep. depending on what you're using, the binder wants to separate from the pigment. The pigment, It's yeah. really common in oils, actually. That's why it kind of looks, you know, you're, if you have a tube and it's kind of leaking. Yeah. That's, that's all that's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's... So how about you? Because I know you have... It's like acrylics? If you want to talk about acrylics or if you don't um, have... My only exposure to acrylics is actually golden because mm-hmm. I really lucked out. I don't know if I got, like, someone gave me the set or if it was just super cheap and I bought... Mm-hmm. I think it was super cheap and I bought it. It was like 20 like bucks. sale or something. Yeah, yeah, and so I bought that and now I'm spoiled because the colors are really great. Mm-hmm. And I do some painting i haven't really painted lately but i was kind of messing around with acrylics and i really liked um the paints from golden i probably would like the open the golden Mm -hmm. uh open series better because like cam i the only downfall i find with acrylics is it dries really fast yeah so i just need something to um stay give me some time to like mess around with the colors and shade or whatever blend Mm -hmm. so okay so what about um a more specialized to you product which i think we all know this is gonna be (laughs) copic markers (laughs) so that's my specialty um but can you also talk about have you tried other markers too that like in comparison to copics and how they fare so i am really biased i love copics um i Here's the thing that's different between you and me, probably. Um, And I just mean you, the listener, if you're interested in getting into markers, is most likely whoever's listening will try a spinoff of Copic, whether it's like the Blick brand or what was it called, like Aloha. There there was some weird um, Amaho or something. I think I have them. Oh, you want a uh, chameleon? Chame- oh, is chameleon is another oh, one. That's different. Okay, there, there's another one that's <laughs> like, I think it is actually a Hawaiian word. Um, I can't remember what it is. So there's a lot of knockoffs, basically, is what I'm saying, of the Copic. I never tried those. I actually just went straight into Copic. Nice. Um, because I wanted to be taken more seriously, and there's nothing wrong if you don't have the money. I just happened to have the money. I was Mm -hmm. bullshitting around. I bought the Copics, and I don't regret it. Um, Yeah. Copics, I feel like, are far superior to most of the alcohol-based brands. Um, I've tried Prismacolor, and the one thing I hate about Prismacolor, and I don't feel bad at all, because it's not about their quality. It's about just the colors never match what is represented on the outside and also their number system is awful so you don't know 
And, and this is not just to the quality Prismacolor, because I'd still love it if you sponsored us. This is just, like, organization, <laughs> like, as an artist, I don't want to spend, like, ten minutes, like, trying to figure out which brown is the darker shade of the brown mm-hmm. I'm holding in my hand. Copic makes it so that it's, so it's simple. very straightforward, in your face, like, B1, B2, B3. Mm-hmm. Easy. Easy peasy. And, and the letters correspond with the fucking color. B yeah. means blue. Yes. And so forth. Although I did say brown and then led oh, to B. Or brown. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's E. The browns are E for like earth tones, I mm, guess. I see. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's very straightforward. And the one thing that I really appreciate that Copic does is the caps are pretty true to what mm-hmm. what the ink is. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like I haven't seen a brand that matches up to the quality of the nibs that Copic offers because mm-hmm. um, I feel like some of the knockoffs of Copics, like their brush tip nibs are really flimsy. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. can be a little troubling at times when you're trying to blend. Um, so that's just another thing. I just think Copic, they really you know, took the time to make the quality really up there. And that's why it's one of the best brands in yeah. markets. And it's uh, markers, of... still markets. <laughs> market. Well, yeah, market. you could say that. Um, that's another thing, though, of that thing that I said, like, when a brand just kind of focuses on one or two things or whatever, usually that's a good sign. Yes. Like, Prisma not only makes markers, but they make color pencils, um, also kind of of a not great quality, depending on... Some things, I actually don't mind their watercolor pencils. Those have been okay in my experience. Um, don't they make something else? Does Prisma? Maybe it's just, I don't know. No, they, they do, don't they? The I feel color like they pencils, do. watercolor pencils, markers. Um, they have like those like blocks, the art sticks. Right. They're sort of almost like a crayon. Yeah, a almost bit. like a crayon. They're um, also... They have pastels. Yeah, that's their right. Their pastels are actually pretty good. I like, the new, I like their the pastels. The new pastels are nice. Yes. I like them a lot. They're like a harder, soft pastel. Yeah. Um, They're like a chalk pastel, but yeah. a soft chalk pastel, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense that Copic would be super awesome. And did, I don't know, you might have mentioned this, that they're refillable. Yes, no, I didn't mention. They're refillable. Um, that's and part then, of why they're expensive. That Yeah, so you paid the initial price of like, I think it's like $8 per marker, but the refill is like 6 and that thing is going to refill your pen at least 10 to 20 times. Yeah, so quite like, a bit, depending on which like marker barrel you have. Yeah, um, if you have the Chow, um, just so you know, the Chow versus the Sketch versus the original, <laughs> Chow is the kid's version. Literally nothing different other than it doesn't come with the wide selection of colors that the Sketch does. Yeah. Um, and it's a smaller barrel, right? Smaller barrel, so it doesn't hold as much ink. And also the cap has holes, so if your kid swallows the cap, it, they yeah. can still breathe. That ventilation thing, baby. Yes. <laughs> um, the sketches are brush nib on one side and um, chiseled on the other side. And they come with the most range of colors. Mm-hmm. And then the originals are tiny nib on one side, chisel tip on the other side. Not as many colors. Yeah. There you go. Cool. So, unless you have any other thoughts, I think maybe we can go to a fake commercial. Oh, I feel bad. I feel like I wasted so much time talking about that. What? You didn't talk about yours. Well, I talked about acrylics for oh, like okay. eight years. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's all right. I feel all right. good. I, I didn't have anything else to really 
bring up anyway. So, all right, well, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Fake big commercial, big fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial, fake commercial. How's it going, everyone? Um, so today we want to tell you about an app called Red Letters. That's R-E-D, like the color. Um, and it is an educational and gaming and social app. Um, so basically what it does is uh, allows you to meet people in your community who are interested in the same things that you are. And you work together to solve challenges and you can take on different responsibilities within the community. And it actually pays you to complete these challenges and, and do a job well done. So that's neat if you wanna make a little extra money. Um, the idea is that you keep the app on your phone for about six months to a year, and usually people who make it that far tend to just keep going because you've already established these um, strong relationships with folks and uh, you learn a lot. So the thing about that though is that they've programmed it to begin to break uh, several years into you know, your, your use of the app. So uh, critical components begin to stop working and stuff like that, and it leaves you with the choice. Do you upgrade and start from scratch and kind of severely cut down your, your connection with the folks that you were uh, connected to in the original version, or do you just stick with it and deal with the strain that it's causing on your phone? So that's the cool thing about that app. Uh, if you if you download it, it'll give you a little box to, um, to to enter a little promo code. And if you put drunk art chat in that box, then uh, you will be uh, given access to two already established relationships. And these folks are there to help you out and show you the ropes and tell you what it's all about. So uh, so yeah, go check out Red Letters today. Returned. We have returned. So Cam said they were fine with just talking about acrylics. There's really no other brand you want to talk about, like I guess paper the... or no. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty indiscriminate when it comes to paper. I just like whatever feels good. But um, I guess I could say that this is. I guess if I was gonna do a more like specialized D type thing. That's a word. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, I really like jelly plates a lot. Um, oh, yeah, you do some fantastic stuff with that. Oh, wow, thank you. It's funny because um, people are always like, what's the point of monoprinting? And I'm like, I, well, it's it, fun. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> what's the point? I get that a lot. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> yeah. Just mostly because, like... I, I get that they're like, why don't you just draw it onto a paper and then it's the same thing. <laughs> but with mono, like you can also, you know, layer, do different like kind of, I, I feel like it's honestly the way I kind of approach it. Uh, it's, it's, it's just an aesthetic thing. Like I just really love textures and I can't achieve the kind of textures and the sort of inconsistencies that printing gives you with like just painting i mean you could but i don't know i i just really enjoy it and i kind of like that i can do them quickly if i like jelly plates are one of the coolest things because um you can use basically anything on them and make a print from it so that's also another kind of cool thing uh about doing prints um and you can like i've done it where you can use tombow markers which are a water-based marker um, and do like little sketches and doodles and designs and stuff and do a little print off of that works really well. 
I recently discovered that you can use alcohol markers such as Copics nice. um, on them to do a, a, a more detailed doodle uh, or drawing. I don't know why I keep saying doodle. Um, and then put a layer of acrylic over it, and that'll pick up the entire image off of the plate, which is really cool. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I think it, it gives you some fun results. Uh, and I just also i am just someone who likes to be a little bit experimental with stuff, so it's the perfect thing for that. Um, Jelly Plate uh, is the brand. Is the brand, and that's G E L L I, I believe. Um, now, technically, it's not recommended by the brand, of course, but you can make your own jelly plates. Like, if you want to do like a custom shape or something like that, hmm. you can use. I've done it. Um, I was really impatient about the amount of time that it takes to let it sit and harden. And I think I kind of ruined it a little bit. So the jelly, I will say in my experience, like if you're doing something quickly, like, or you just want a temporary uh, jelly plate, then to make it is better. But if you need something that's going to, like you can just go pick up a jelly plate and that's just going to last you. They are kind of expensive because they're reusable. Um, You can make a jelly plate using glycerin, gelatin like your food regular food type gelatin and um alcohol like rubbing Mm. alcohol it does not smell good in your microwave because you have to heat those ingredients up that sounds dangerous yeah i was a little nervous about putting that in my microwave i cleaned it pretty thoroughly after that but um you can also skip the adding of the alcohol they just recommend if you're going to make one to do that because it keeps it bacteria free Mm, that's um, smart yeah kills bacteria. that makes sense yeah because you're using food grade stuff yeah um and you can make one and you, i i don't know there's a lot of different recipes out there i think but those so, are the three main ingredients that i found you made one i did did it turn out well i well i made two actually uh you have to have a pan that like has nothing on the bottom which is actually kind of hard to find because usually like pans will have like a little indent of a logo or something like so i had a brownie pan that was plain and it was like eight by eight which was a nice size, and um, it was good. You have to just let it sit for a few days. I probably should have let it sit for about a week to be really, oh. like, sturdy, because I let it sit for maybe a day and a half. I was getting real excited. I really wanted to fucking play with it. And so I pulled it out, and it was sturdy, but every time I did a print and I was using acrylics, it seemed like I was kind of ripping chunks of the actual plate out. Oh, fuck. it wasn't yeah, <laughs> totally solidified. Yeah. Um, and I did, like, cut it up a little bit and kind of create custom shapes and stuff, which is kind of cool. So you can do even smaller, like, little stamps and stuff like that. Um, and over time, it gets really sturdy and hard. So I just didn't leave it sit long enough. But I would probably prefer the real jelly plates over the um Make homemade ones, ones. Okay. yeah only if you're like tight on budget it's easier to you know make your own but you just have to wait longer and it's probably not gonna last you your whole life so <laughs> yeah all right so mine is copic cam is jelly plates yeah <laughs> i think that's a good explanation of like yeah. our art kind of it kind of wraps it up um <laughs> I feel like every time we do that, like when we come back to the thing before the commercial, it makes me feel like I'm in high school again. Because I don't know about your school, but like, this is such a fucking tangent, I'm sorry. But uh, 
like we would go on winter break and then have like one more month of that first semester oh, and yeah. then have finals. And then it would screw you up. Yeah. You're just like, I took a break. Yeah. Where in college they figured it out. Yes. <laughs> you finish up and then you have break and then you go on to your next semester. Yep. Yeah, that's such a good <laughs> I don't remember why they did, did it like that. It's so stupid. School, whatever you want to. I guess it maybe, I don't know, maybe that's just Illinois or wherever we went or whatever. <laughs> but. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> anyway, let's so, uh yeah. let's go on to our questions. So Cam and I came up with a list of questions, commonly asked questions that like maybe beginning artists. Yeah, or beginning artists. I feel like this is kinda just like uh art one oh one kind of Yeah. Episode. But very broad. But very broad, unfortunately. Yeah. No, this um, I don't think it's unfortunate. It's well, just broad. What if someone's like, God damn it, I wanna know more about oils? No I'm joking. Well, they- come to the wrong podcast yes they did <laughs> um so the first question and i think this is a question that cam and i get a lot as artists because people are like oh you're artists like so i'm gonna ask you a bunch of things like how i can get started yeah but a thing that comes up a lot is like why is art supplies so expensive mm-hmm. which we touched on a bit we touched on a bit but but to to really like elaborate it's usually because the quality of the um, supply is literally going up. You're paying for what you're getting. Mm-hmm. There's there are a few exceptions to that, but I mean for the most part, you know, it, like with with acrylics, for example, the higher priced acrylics often have more pigment load, which just means you're getting more actual color than the binder, which is the binder that uh, the thing that holds all that pigment together. Yeah. Right. Um, you're literally getting what you're pay- paying for mm-hmm. what art supplies. Like, to put it bluntly, there's no way around it. It's not yeah. like... It a... does suck. I wish it was cheaper. Yeah. But... It'd be more accessible to yeah. people if it was cheaper. But literally, you are paying for um, just the quality of your yeah. products. Sometimes you're paying for the brand name, but that's pretty Sometimes. rare. Yeah. I I feel I like for think the most of part... an example of that. Like, Golden? No, but their quality's really good. But the good. quality's good. And even, like, Prismacolor markers are going to be cheaper than Copics. But I don't know if that's a situation where you... Because I feel like they're only a few dollars cheaper. Mm-hmm. And Copics are more expensive because of that refillable quality. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Also, with most art supplies... Um, I've noticed, unless it's like a big company like Crayola, a lot of the stuff is hand mm-hmm. made. Right? Would oh, you say true. that? Like yeah. it's all like hand, like it's not a machine really doing mm-hmm. it. It's a person yeah. fucking putting your art supplies together. I, I'm fairly certain that's true for like Gamblin and Williamsburg. Like and Isabee brushes. Mm-hmm. It's all oh, yeah, handmade. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, that's um, a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even touched on that, but like a lot of the stuff is like actually being made. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be incorrect, but I feel like it's that way. Like yeah, some of it might be made higher priced, yes. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, there are higher priced like machine-made things, but the higher of that will even be will be the man-made and then also uh, like natural hair versus synthetic mm-hmm. hairs, those are always going to have quite a significant price change. Yeah, it's really price just the quality difference. you're paying for. Mm-hmm. It, it, I feel like there's really no example I could give of like it just being the brand that 
brand name like in clothing or like shoes mm-hmm. you know you find yeah. that a lot in clothing and shoes like gucci or you know why i'm saying that <laughs> uh, gucci or like uh, alexander mcqueen or right or the big names yeah the yeah. big names chanel like you're literally buying i mean the qual some of it is the quality but a lot of it is just because of the name yeah so that's i guess that's the upside to that is that you won't really find that in you can be rest assured that you're investing you're, in you're good investing yeah in good quality stuff mm-hmm. uh do you want to talk about the series numbers uh, yeah, really quickly, the way series works in any sort of paints that you might find, I don't think markers do that really. No, it's really only oil and acrylic, yeah. and it's usually the artist-grade ones. You won't see yeah. this in the studio. Series just means uh, from one to generally about six. Some of them go even higher than or, that, but we'll just, for this example, one to six. Or uh, sometimes they do letters A to or D. Or letters, yeah. Um, typically that just means... The lower numbered series are going to be cheaper because they have less amount of pigment in them. Still high quality, but it's not going to be as much. Those are usually the common pigments more common too. pigments. Yeah. And then the super high numbers are going to increase in price because they probably have cadmiums in them, which is also a... It's it's com- it's popular, but it's um it's a, like an actual natural resource. Yeah. So, and... Um, that that also will be a higher pigment load versus the binder, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah, so you'll see that if you decide to not do studio, like, or if you're graduating from studio products to artist grade products, that's you'll see like on the paint tube. You know, it has like series one or series five on it. Yeah, and that basically means you're gonna pay a different price because of yeah the pigment and also just. Random fact, purple is a very hard color to make. Yeah. Um, so those are usually high in in the series numbers and if you're gonna try and make uh like a like a decent purple or like some secondary colors, which is to say not primary, um, you know, your red, blue, yellow, try and go for printer colors, printmaking colors, C M Y K cyan, yellow, magenta, yes. black, which is the mm-hmm. K. Um, if you can, those are also sometimes called process colors. Um, what other questions? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, I just so, have, don't have anything else to say. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, just be aware of that. Um, another common question since we're talking about paint is, can you mix oils with acrylics? And no, you can't. Uh, I mean, you can. Nothing good is gonna happen. <laughs> I don't, would it ever dry or would it just like kind of I mean, if you're doing both wet and wet, I don't think, yeah, I don't know what would, I don't think it's going to work because. Yeah, wet and wet, I guess, is like, because that's the question I think we get a lot is like, oh, I have these oils, can I mix it with these acrylics because they're cheaper? And it's like, no, No, they're like literally made from different things. Yeah, you can't mix them. Uh, You can, however. I mean, technically you could. I just don't know what would happen. That's the thing, right? Like, you can. It's just, like, not. I don't know what kind of result you're going for because it's not going to. It might never dry, I think, is the thing that would happen. And then, like. They're two totally different chemicals. So it's, like. It's not going to explode in your face. (laughs) Acrylics use an acrylic polymer, and they're actually really man-made. Like, like, um, it's. Acrylics are a somewhat young, uh material um Mm -hmm. they i think they really started getting popular in like the 70s 
early 60s, 70s, I don't know, but like not actually that long ago, less than a century ago. Um, and oils have been around uh, for years. Yes. Like millennia. <laughs> Forever. Um, Forever. Yeah. And so they just don't play nice. But you can put oils on top of dried acrylic. Yes. So not the other way around. No. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> because acrylics dry faster than oils, so it's just going to chip off. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Just do some research if you want to mix that kind of stuff, I guess. Um, Once again, it's probably not going to explode in your face. I don't really know yeah, what the... I don't the... think you're going to make any, like, deadly... Yeah, you're... Unless I don't you know. Maybe wipe. you'll make, like, a deadly gas and you'll die in... Yikes. Just the end. <laughs> um, I mean, we just... If you are seriously, like thinking of making art and having it hold like you know last right. forever right then you don't want to mix those two together yeah, just go with one yeah that's that's pretty straightforward yeah speaking of last forever <laughs> is there any way to uh, make watercolor or markers last forever basically uh oils and you know um acrylics and even color pencils dry mediums have a thing that is a fixative that you just spray on or you know uh, use a paintbrush and mm-hmm. put on like at the end. Of, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that basically seals it in and then, you know, it lasts forever. Yeah, a lot of the fixatives um, you can use for charcoal drawings, pencil drawings, probably color pencils, I would imagine. And uh, sometimes you can get fixatives that have like a UV protective yeah. chemical in there. Uh, this is very hard to do for uh, watercolors and um, markers. I think it's near impossible. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, Copic released, I guess Copic released their version of varnish slash fixative mm-hmm. um, for markers, but I, I mentioned this before in the podcast in, in front of Cam too. Uh, markers aren't supposed to last forever. Yeah. They're, I feel like maybe their kind of invention was for like, Quick like design, quick I think. Design, because yeah. that's what most people use markers for, is for, yeah. like, design work. Yeah. Um, concept, you know, art and that kind of stuff. Um, th- essentially, like, whenever people ask me about this, I say, scan it. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, that's, that's really the only much... way. That's the only way to make it last forever. <laughs> and the reason being, like, you just don't want to mix... Because a lot of fixatives have alcohol in them, and if you're using alcohol markers... That could fuck with your image. Oh, no, I've had someone tell me that before. They're just like, I made this gorgeous painting, like it was acrylic, and then I did some alcohol-based markers Mm -hmm. on top of it, which I'm not sure how that would look now that I'm thinking about it, but, Hmm. you know, this is what the person did. They're like, and then I bought Fixative and Mm. sprayed it, and it ruined my work. And I'm like, yeah, because you're just, you know, alcohol-based markers are alcohol-based, so if you're putting more alcohol on top of it, you're just, just like, fucking it up. Yeah. And then you can't do it with watercolors because it's a fluid. So watercolors yeah. react to fluids, to yeah. wet, <laughs> to wet. <laughs> so I think the only way yeah. you can really protect watercolors is to make sure that everything around it is acid free and right. that, you know, you frame it in like, you know, UV protected glass. Yeah. I think that's really the only way you can like yep. preserve a watercolor piece. And, you know, scan it. Scan it. <laughs> scan that, that one too. too. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, that's a common question. I feel like that comes up a lot. Yeah. Um, sorry for a disappointing answer. I wish there was a way, but at this time it doesn't seem to be, like, really anything. I don't know That how. I know of. 
I don't know how watercolors were meant to be preserved because that is an older. It is. Medium. I mean, they they probably just don't look. I I think they obviously they don't like crack and fall apart. You know, unless you're like putting it straight from the tube on the paper or something, but they fade. So no yeah. matter what, they're gonna fade. And they just don't last forever, unfortunately. Doesn't stop you from using them though. No, they're you still just fun. Scan it and then you could alter it and yeah. make it beautiful in Photoshop or something. Woo-hoo. Yeah, because whatever you did is ugly. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> you just gotta put in Photoshop and then use the big marker. Brush. Hit, the bu- hit the button that says do the art do the art and, and just, just cover it all it. up <laughs> it makes it really cool and you get a million followers on instagram that's why we're so famous yeah just not really <laughs> but uh is there any other questions or oh is that it yeah that was oh, it wow. i just... thought there was more okay <laughs> nope i'm sorry to disappoint you no that's you. actually perfect i think we're coming up on the time here i feel like those are like three really common Oh, totally. Questions that I always get as an artist are just like, tell me about this, tell me about that, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Other than like, you know, how did you get so good? It's like, because I fucking practice. I can't even draw a stick figure. That, I guess, I guess that's a common question. Head. No, How that's did not... you get so good? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, practice. Yeah. Practice. That's, that's it. usually the answer. Practice. You um, want to do it? Practice. Well, uh, thanks for joining us on this educational journey. Yes, on this very sober episode <laughs> yeah. of Drunk Our Chat. <laughs> or drinking water. Uh, next time we are, you listen to us, we'll probably have some drinky drinks because I think Stephanie will be feeling better. Yes. And uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. S- we'll see you then. Yeah, sinus infections suck. Don't get them Don't if get you them. can avoid it. Not fun. Which you really can't because I wouldn't have chosen this route anyhow. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye bye. Oh, we totally did that. Before we go, we just want to say a few things and give credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with their amazing music throughout this podcast. Our intro slash outro music is a song called Rushing, which you can get off of their album, Sins One on Bandcamp. So go to stutzmusic.bandcamp.com to download that. That's S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com. Also feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com. Yeah, and follow us on Twitter at drunkartchat, as well as Instagram uh, by the same name. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by following us on SoundCloud at drunkartchat. Yeah, and I'm Cameron Penamon. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk Drunk Our Chat. Chat.